The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. When Jesus had heard that John had been arrested, he withdrew to Galilee. He left Nazareth and went to live in Capernaum by the sea, in the region of Zebulun and Naphtali, that what had been said through Isaiah the prophet might be fulfilled. Land of Zebulun and land of Naphtali, the way to the sea beyond the Jordan, Galilee of the Gentiles. The people who sit in darkness have seen a great light. On those dwelling in a land overshadowed by death, light has arisen. From that time on, Jesus began to preach and say, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. As he was walking by the Sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers, Simon, who is called Peter, and his brother Andrew, casting a net into the sea. They were fishermen. He said to them, Come after me, and I will make you fishers of men. At once they left their nets and followed him. He walked along from there and saw two other brothers, James, the son of Zebedee, and his brother John. They were in a boat with their father, Zebedee, mending their nets. He called them, and immediately they left their boats and their father and followed him. He went around all of Galilee, teaching in their synagogues, proclaiming the gospel of the kingdom and curing every disease and illness among the people. The gospel of the Lord. Well, the gospel today is very significant to me for, uh, for a couple of reasons. And first of all, it's because of this whole idea of the call of brothers. You know, Jesus calling two brothers um, to the priesthood to be his disciples. And whether or not you know the story, some of you may know it, some of you may not. But uh, just in case you don't know it, I am a priest today because of my older brother. So it is because of my older brother's courage to begin discerning priesthood that uh, I had the courage to, to say yes to the call. And it, it happened right around the edge of my college time. I thought about being a priest since the time I was a child, but I never told anybody about it um, because I, I didn't want to... For me, priesthood seemed like a boring life, and it seemed like all priests did was like, I don't know, prayed and whatever. And uh, turns out priesthood is not a boring life. At least if you know me, I love being a priest and I have a pretty exciting life. And I love prayer. It's like a wonderful, intimate time with me and the Lord. I just got done with an eight-day silent retreat. That's how much I love prayer. So um, it was because of my older brother Bob, though, that I finally had the courage to tell people that I was thinking about it. So let me, let me kind of paint the scene for you. It's a Friday night. I'm in college. It's my like last year of college. And... Um, um, I'm at my house getting ready to go to the flats and go party. It's a Friday night, okay? And uh, one of my friends is already there. One of my high school friends, actually one of my grade school friends was there. We were getting ready to meet up with my other friends. And my brother Bob is a lot like me in terms of not being very organized or like calendar oriented, okay? So Bobby had told me about this retreat. He said, you know, why don't you make this retreat with me? And I said, Bob, I think that'd be great. You know, you and I can go together and 
I can finally discern if God's calling me to be a priest. And so Friday night, I'm getting ready to go to the bars, and my brother Bobby calls me, and he says, hey, Mike, what are you doing? And I'm like, nothing, just getting ready to go out downtown. He's like, well, I'm heading over to that retreat at uh, the seminary. Are you going with me? And I'm like, well, is that tonight? <laughs> and he goes, he goes, yeah, did I forget to tell you? And I'm like, well, yeah. And uh, so I go, Bobby, I'm not even signed up. You know, in the retreat, he was already on his way there. I'm like, the retreat's like starting in a half an hour. I don't know that I can make it. You know, so um, I said, if I can come, I, I don't know. I don't know if I can do it. So I go outside to the backyard and uh, my parents' yard, just to kind of give you that, the, they have a beautiful backyard and there's a, a bunch of trees and there's a creek that runs along the back of it and I've always been like able to be with God in nature so I go out to the back and the sun is setting and I said God if you want me to make this retreat you got to make it happen or you got to let me know that you want me to make it and uh, as I'm looking out at the sunset I get this beautiful sense of peace and rightness I just knew I knew this was the time I knew God was calling me to it so the phone rings and it's the priest who's in charge of the retreat. He was the vocation director and, and um, he says, I, I want you to come. And I said, well, I'm late. And he goes, it doesn't matter if you're late. And I'm like, well, I'm not packed. He goes, it doesn't matter if you're not packed. And I go, well, I got, got my friends here. They're waiting for me. It doesn't matter. Leave them, you know? So literally, I stop what I'm doing. I leave and I go and I make this retreat with my brother Bobby. And by the end of the weekend, the, the end of the retreat, Bobby knew in his heart he wasn't supposed to be there, and I knew that I was. And so it was because of his courage that I'm a priest today. So I'm eternally grateful to my brother for being open to the call. God often does that. You know, he often works in families and through our families. And, you know, he called two brothers, two sets of brothers today. So first he called Peter and his brother Andrew. And he, he said, come and follow me. And what did they do? Immediately they followed him. And then he goes to, 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 to the sons of Zebedee and, and he says to them, you know, drop your nets and follow me. And, and so, so John and um, the other disciple, they, they look to their father, they drop their nets, they leave their boats, they leave their father and his business, and they, they follow him immediately, just like that. And I think what's so powerful about it is not even so much our response but when God really calls us, you know, like when he finally gets through and we hear his voice, his voice is so powerful that we want to respond immediately. We just do it. We know it's right and we respond. That's the power and the call of God. And I know, I, I know that there's, there's boys out here that are thinking about priesthood. I know that there's brothers thinking about priesthood. I know that there's young women that are thinking about religious life. If God is calling you, he's going to give you the grace to respond. He will give you that grace, and it'll be immediately. Because that's kind of how his voice works. It's powerful. It has an effect on us. Last year, I got to go to the Holy Land, and it was pretty amazing because I actually got to walk along the Sea of Galilee. And for me, that was the most powerful thing because I knew that the Sea of Galilee was there. You know, 2,000 years ago, the same Sea of Galilee was the one that, that Jesus walked around. And it was the Sea of Galilee that we hear he walked to find his disciples. And so very much, when I look out here, right here, this is like the Sea of Galilee. You know, and, and I'm just like walking along the edge and I know that God is calling out to you. 
I know he's calling you to something. I know, I know his voice is speaking to you. And for each and every one of you, it's going to be a very different call, but he is calling. And I love when people finally hear it or realize it, there's that immediate response. I'll give you a couple examples, okay? So um, one is RCIA. I'm always so moved and edified by people that finally have the courage to explore the Catholic faith. So maybe some of you come week after week and you're not Catholic. Maybe your wife is or your husband is. Um, but, uh, for example, our secretary, Kathy, Kathy Flynn, um, her and Glenn have been married for, I think, over 40 years. And Glenn finally, last year, decided to come to RCAA and uh, learn, uh, learn about the faith. Now, I've got to tell you, when, when, when he was called to that, when he finally answered the call, Glenn was like all in. From the very moment he got there, he was all in. He was like a sponge. He was like an open door. He was learning. He was taking everything in. It was amazing. And he's back on the team this year. And uh, it's just been a, a wonderful thing to experience from all the people that come into our faith. The second thing that I, I've seen so powerfully witnessing God calling and, and uh, the people of this parish responding is the renewals. So we've had already, after 30 years, so 30 years ago, some of the older generation might have made the renewals, but um, we've had this whole new team that has brought the renewals back. So first we had the men's renewal, and uh, we had 30 guys make that renewal. And since then, we've had two teams meeting, and it's been amazing to see. Like, guys know. Like, when it's time, when, when God's calling them, they know it's time. You know, I hear so many of the guys say, Father, I just knew it was time. I knew I was ready for this renewal. I knew I needed to do it. And from the moment they respond, God's grace begins to work so powerfully. You know, and the same thing with the women. We just had the women's renewal, and we had 36 people, 36 ladies make the women's renewal. It was awesome. It was the biggest renewal I've ever been involved in. 36 ladies made it, and there were another, like, 15 on the team. It was over 50 ladies and me. It was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> but um, just to see, again, that call and the response, and, and when, these, when, 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 when you responded, many of you are here, when you responded, there was an immediacy, and, and God instantly began to work like overtime in your life. It's awesome. The other thing that I think has been really amazing is the mission team. So you got to see the video last week of the El Salvador mission team. So last year was the first time we ever did it. First time we took a group from St. Joseph's. 19 parishioners went to El Salvador last year. And it was like the same story from each one of them. When I asked, you know, what, what, what made you want to go? You know, or what, what was it about you that they just said, Father, I just felt like God, I felt like this was the time and God was calling me and I, I had to sign up. You know, and next thing you know, they, they flew to El Salvador and had this amazing adventure. All of these are open to you. You know, so if, if you're not Catholic, first of all, know that um, this faith is open to you. And maybe God is calling you to this uh, closer relationship in the sacraments. You know, maybe God is calling you to a vocation, to priesthood or to religious life or to married life or to single life. You know, if, and if it's right, then you know he's calling you. The response comes instantly. It comes immediately. Maybe he's calling you to make a renewal. So if you feel like you are stagnant in your faith, men, I'm looking at you especially because we got the men's coming up in March, God might be speaking to your heart right now and saying, now is the time, make the renewal. And the mission team too, you know. So right now, I want to take 20 more people to the missions. And uh, 20 more people could have this amazing adventure in their lives. 
Maybe God is calling you right now and you feel that tug in your heart and it's an immediate response. Here's the wonderful thing about the call. It's not even so much our readiness or my preparedness. You know, take, for example, when my brother called me that Friday night, it wasn't even on my mind. You know, I was going to the bar, I was going to the flats, and uh, I get the call all of a sudden and I knew that I was supposed to go and make this retreat. When God speaks to us, there's, there's an urgency and an immediacy and also like a resolution that comes with it. We know we're called to do it. We know we're supposed to do it and he gives us everything that we need to do it. And as we heard in the Gospels today, when Jesus encountered his first disciples, when he saw Peter and Andrew and he said, come and follow me, they dropped their nets immediately and followed him. You know, and when he, when he saw the next disciples, when he saw James and his brother, and he said to them, come and follow me, and I will make you fishers of men, immediately they dropped their nets, they left their boats, they left their father, and they followed him. The truth is, if God's calling you to anything, there's an immediacy to that response. So my hope and prayer for you is when you do hear his call to either leave something behind or to take on some new adventure, my hope and my prayer is that you'll really listen to his call and that you'll respond immediately.